It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Friday, December 30th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. And welcome to the last BNS in 20 Minutes or Less piss cast of the year. Welcome to it. That's weird. You're right. To celebrate... Uh, the last show of the year, we talked a lot about our favorite things of the year. Yep. Uh, our favorite movies and TV shows, our favorite music, our favorite events, our favorite news items. That's all on today's podcast. You'll hear it all, along with some bonus content, because you are, of course, a Venus head, so you get a little more. Bonus Venus. get a little more. Yep. Uh, I don't really have anything else to say other than... Big bonus penis. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's uh, let's Just get let's right get into the, it. I'm gonna shut up now. Alberta has three special areas. Apparently, that's one more than I have. That's <laughs> true. I know. Alberta's special areas. You might have three. B and S in 20 minutes or less. We're talking about some of our favorite things of 2022. Yeah. And of course, being a station primarily focused on music, we've got to talk about our favorite music of the year, Shauna. Mm-hmm. Uh, a reminder that tomorrow the Alt 50 of 2022 is playing from five till ten, and then it's playing all. All day on New Year's. So you can hear all the best songs that we played this year on the station, all the most popular songs, see what number one is. I'm always interested to see what the number one song of the year was. Yeah. Uh, Did you have a favorite song this year, a favorite song or album or both, Shauna? Um, So favorite song, this is super lame because we play the song a lot, but uh, it was this one, I think. That song came out and it was on repeat in my playlist forever. Yeah, that's by Talk. Yes. Fairly new. Yes. Um, but I agree. That would be on my top five for sure. Totally. The song was awesome. Uh, another one to add is is Nathaniel Rateliff, I'm On Your Side. So that one also was on my playlist a lot this year. We're very much on the same page because that was a top fiver for me as well. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, damn. And then this one will not be on your top five, but just to... <laughs> Little Lizzo. So that one also, Lizzo. yeah, a little Lizzo um, just tossed in the mix there. All right, yeah, yeah, no, that one did not make my top. No, five. I didn't think so. No, um, without question, I think for me the, the the best song that we played this year was Matt Mason, "Blood Runs Red." That was. Oh yeah. It was one of those where the moment I heard it, I was like, oh, yep. yeah. And I now, forgot. And that one was also on my playlist a lot. The problem is, is that I don't have a good memory. So this yeah. is really hard for me to recall even stuff that happened even just a little earlier. But That's why the old 50 is cool. Yes. you're like, oh, yeah, that song did come out this oh, year. that song. The rest oh, of that, that album from Matt Mason, um, I wasn't as crazy about. Oh. Like, that song, I think, was far and away the best song on the album. So they made a good choice releasing that as the single. Mm-hmm. Um, That's too bad. Yeah, and I don't know where that one's going to fall on the Alt 50, but uh, it would be right near number one in my opinion, although I think I know what the number one song is, and it's yeah, not that. No. Um, my One of my favorite bands, Porcupine Tree, put out an album this year. It was the first in 15 years. Holy hell. So I waited yeah. a long time for that album, and that was my favorite album of the year. Listen to a lot of folk country this year. Yeah. My favorite song we didn't play was Heavy Eyes by Zach Bryan. And I recall what she said that she wanted me dead. There ain't no grave deep enough. 
I like that song. It was a diverse year for music for me. Totally. But, um, you had to add a little Lizzo in there. <laughs> Jeez, I don't think you're selling me on the Lizzo, just toss, Sean. Just a little, a little more of this. A okay, little a little more Lizzo. Lizzo. <laughs> the BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. A friend of the show was talking about how he works in Hannah yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and he said he's part of the special areas board. Which I'd never heard of before. And I was like, oh, what, what does that mean exactly? So I did a little digging, and uh, it's the governing body of Alberta's special areas. <laughs> Alberta has three special areas, apparently. That's one more than I have. That's true, I know. Alberta's special areas. You might have three. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Include Hannah Oyen and Consort. I had no idea that there was a an area that's actually called the Special Areas. This is the serious government name of like, this area. I feel like I've seen signs for it before. Alberta Special Areas. Yeah. Come check out Alberta Special Areas. Like, is that what it says on the signs? Man, would I not be able to work on that Holy board or attend hell. any of those meetings or anything? Like, do you answer the phone that way? Hello, it's Alberta Special Areas. <laughs> Good afternoon. Excuse me. Can I take a You've look at those? You've reached Debbie or? in Alberta Special Areas. Holy hell. Yeah, I bet you are, Deb. Like, <laughs> do they, there's this, this whole website is kind of a tourism website, so it's like, come check out our special areas. <laughs> Just like, they're clean. Are you going to buy us dinner first or what? Beautifully kept and <laughs> incredibly maintained. <laughs> Meticulously maintained. No rats That's in our what? special areas. Oh, oh. There isn't, though. It's Alberta. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's God. hilarious. The special, yeah, special areas. Do not have the maturity to work anywhere near Alberta special well, and areas. And people that's live sure. there. Like, where do you live? Alberta special areas. <laughs> Just like, what? Which one? Yeah, what you, what's it like in there? <laughs> B and S in 20 minutes or less. Did you have a favorite movie or TV show of the year, Shauna? You can give one or both or either. This one's a tough one. I know you're not a big, no. you're not a big TV watcher. No, and I, everything I watch, it, it, like if I do watch things, it's always in the background and kind of mindless. Not um, that being said, I this is a this is a cheap shot, but I, I really enjoyed the new Top Gun. Ah, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, but everyone who saw it said it was awesome. Yeah, so. yeah, I think they did a really good job of, of bringing Top Gun back, which is a tall order. Uh, after the epicness of the first one, so I really enjoy Top Gun. Um, also, really dumb, but that that movie Spirited, which is the one with Will Ferrell and um, Ryan Reynolds, and it just came out. It was like, like a Christmas holiday okay. movie. Um, that movie also I thought was really good. Didn't see it for a holiday movie kind of deal. Uh, I think they did a good job because you know how some of those come out and they're just like, okay, you're just trying to put out a hol- holiday movie yep. for the sake of it. I thought it was really good. That one's on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so those are the two that come to mind movie wise. Okay. Um, I didn't you? watch much for movies this year, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a great. Uh, I wouldn't have a great opinion on that. Okay, yeah. I watched a lot of TV, though. A lot of TV shows. What are your favorite TV shows? The two best I saw, I actually I think I watched back-to-back and not that long ago, uh, Blackbird. Okay. Blackbird, the one about the guy who goes to jail. Oh, man, that was that good. And then oh. Severance, the one about uh, the company that allows you to separate your work self from your personal life oh, self. Oh, I'm going to have to and watch those. Yeah, those were the two best shows that I watched this year. Yeah. By quite a... I, I mean, I I tried to enjoy Rings of Power as much as I could, but I mean it was fun, but it wasn't it wasn't Lord of the Rings, so I can't put that on my list. Interesting. Um, 
Um, I watched Abbott Elementary. Have you heard of that one? No. Um, that one is actually really good. Abbott Elementary. Um, it's is just, it a comedy? Yeah, is it's it? a comedy, but it Kay. involves like his like serious undertones and stuff as well. But it's a, an elementary school. Anyway, it was that was the one that I recall of any of the ones that I half watched. That was pretty good, and I only half watched it, so don't take my word for that one. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best show you have watched in 2022. Half watched show of 2022. <laughs> VNS in 20 minutes or less. Did you hear the latest about the Edmonton to Calgary train? Or vice versa, you know, the back and forth. No. The train between Edmonton and Calgary. No. Uh, so the company, this has been kind of in rumblings for a long time, this, this hyper-fast train, right? Yeah. Like, uh, so the company is actually moving forward with it. Um, I guess the company is called Transpod, but they've now secured some funding and has actually started some preliminary work on this. So in July, they unveiled a prototype in Toronto and now are starting work in Edmonton. And they're saying that by 2027, the construction of the actual train could begin and it would actually become a reality. Hmm. Now, this is still obviously a ways away from happening, but the fact that they keep progressing and building these prototypes and securing more funding... Makes it where I'm like, holy, could we actually see? Okay, so I just, I, I remember hearing a bit about this, but I just brought up some information on it here. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, it's a Hyperloop. A Hyperloop, right? Yeah. It's a, it's an enclosed tube, yeah. pressurized tube with a capsule full of passengers. And it goes, what, a thousand through. kilometers an hour or something? That's what they claim. Now, 40. as far as I know, there is no Hyperloop in service anywhere in the world. Okay. And a thousand kilometers per hour would make it like what three times as fast as the fastest high speed trains on Earth right now. So this to me seems like a pipe dream right now. Yeah. This okay. seems like a like it just it's just a concept, right? I know there have been like small scale hyperloops tested, I think, but yeah, well, the the one in Toronto, and it was by this company, and then they just keep securing more funding. But you're right; it's probably more of an experimental thing, I guess. But the fact that they're starting to build in Edmonton seems... But are they actually starting to build in Edmonton? Like, what does that look like? I know. Because, for, I mean, people have talked about the cost of... Yep. Especially in a country that isn't really known for our rail transport. I mean, we are in well, terms just, of, like, the railroad, but not in terms of passenger rail. We have, like, n- almost nothing. Because we're not populated enough to make it, yeah, feasible money-wise. So why so, would this be? Who knows? Why would... I? I when I, I read know. stuff like this, I'm just like, where is the money going and who is putting money into this because this seems like I find it intriguing because yeah when it was before it was just the rumblings of it I'm like okay and the fact that they keep talking about it and securing more funding and actually starting somewhere it just it's exciting I mean you're right it's still a pipe dream but yeah to me this doesn't doesn't seem anywhere near like a reality like yeah I just read here the the fastest like hyperloop test that they've ever done on these like you know small contained uh, segments of Hyperloop is 400 some kilometers per hour. So this one claims it's going to go a thousand. Yes. Also, Even I remember, if they get to 600, I don't care. It would I be fun when, to see a Hyperloop. I remember when Elon Musk was really pushing the Hyperloop idea, which at the time I was like, is this ever going to happen? Or Because I mean, sometimes with that guy, sometimes he makes it happen. It's sometimes true. he doesn't. Yep. But I remember reading some a comment from an engineer where he broke down just how financially unfeasible a Hyperloop actually is. Because it does of, sure seem it. It doesn't, not that many people can travel in it at once. Oh. And like the cost would still have to be so high that you might as well just fly. And mm, interesting. Yeah. So I don't like, I don't know. I, if there is ever a high speed train between Edmonton and Calgary in my lifetime, I'll be shocked. Yeah. And if that's a, that's any high speed train, that's like the high speed trains that they have in Europe and Japan. Mm-hmm. 
let alone a Hyperloop, which, again, is just a concept right now. It's exciting to me, okay? <laughs> it's exciting to con- reserve my the excitement. The concept that it keeps, it keeps moving forward. Just keep doing experiments. Do a little experiment. I'd, I'd be even fun with that. Like, and, let's, let's do it. And even then, okay, so you get on the Hyperloop here in Calgary. Where do you leave from? Where do you end up in Edmonton? It would and be then downtown do do? to downtown, okay. and then you'd go on from there. And then you get on our super reliable transit systems from there? Yeah. Why not just fly? Because it's 45 minutes versus flying, which would take three to four hours, right? It takes longer to fly than it does to drive that distance. Perhaps you'd be interested... If you were to get there in 45 minutes, it'd be much better. Would you want to invest in my new company? I'm thinking about making a teleportation machine here in Calgary that Mm. just zaps you to Edmonton and happens instantaneously. All right, jerk. (laughs) They're moving forward I'm going to need money, though. I'm going to need lots of money. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Did you have a favorite news item of 2022, Shauna? A favorite story that made the news? When I got thinking about this, there was one major news story that came to mind, and then I couldn't get past it. And it was... Okay. the mandatory restrictions lifting. Yes, that was my answer too. Yeah. I like had a I was, serious answer and a funny answer and that was my serious answer. Yeah. Yeah. That one was just, uh, yeah, it was kind of like, holy hell, after having those restrictions for however long we did, it was yep. a big a big deal. I think that was March, early March, maybe end of February, early March when that, that happened. Maybe. Yeah. yeah I because, remember. I mean, like his restrictions had come and gone and some had lifted and then they'd come back and then more had lifted and then it was it was right around then where they're like okay they're all gone now yes all mandatory public restrictions when you saw it you're like holy hell yeah I remember holy just like hell. just like a breath you know like, oh, yeah. there we go just a big exhale mm-hmm. hopefully this is the end of it and so far restrictions haven't come back into place so okay. I don't know if they ever would again unless things got really really bad I'm not sure but, um, but that was a great time yeah, great day. That yeah. was a great day. That was the end of a very dark period. Yes. So, yeah. definitely that was my favorite news story of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite not serious answer would probably be that fight at the Marlboro Sea train station where, with the, with the flare. That happened Holy not that long hell, ago. that was insane. So that's from later in the year. Yeah. Yeah, where the dude got lit on fire with a flare and then put the fire out and then went back for more and got lit on fire again with the flare. The footage of that. It was just wild. Yeah. It was one of the wildest things I've seen. Just insane. Kind of like illustrated how crazy transit has gotten in this city. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, that would be my other favorite news story of the year. I mean, not for the person who got set on fire. That really sucks. No. I I mean, they were okay to go back and get set on fire a second time. Oh, man. So Yeah, the fact that that (laughs) happened... It's not even real. No, so it didn't seem real. My favorite series story: COVID restrictions lifted. It's good. Uh, favorite not serious: uh, set on fire twice. For Flare sure. fire. Yeah. yeah. The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. On a more personal note, Shauna. Yes. What was like in your in your own life? What was your? Let's say what we'll start with this one. Well, these are a couple that I wanted to get to, but didn't have time to on on the show today. But what was your uh, what was your biggest struggle of the year? Hmm. It's funny. This year kind of felt like a year that I I felt pressure to feel or to do catch up because of COVID. Because of COVID, um, and uh, as you know, my family's all over the country, so um, I felt almost obligated to play catch up with friends and family that I didn't see, and I, I left myself pretty burnt out trying to do all of that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm alone in that. From people just like wanting to go out again and do all kinds of stuff, and um, I spent hell of a lot of money on extra flights and that kind of thing but 
I, because we could see these people, was like, okay, well, I have to. Now, like, I, I've got to, which is not the case. Sometimes you do need to take some time for yourself. So maybe that. That's not even counting all the events that were postponed yeah. till now. Like, I had one, uh, one friend of ours, or a couple, there a couple, and they had, I forget, seven or eight weddings this summer alone. And on top of that, like, we're in some of the wedding parties, and... Well, I had, what, like, eight this year? Seven this yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last one none. is coming up tomorrow, so... <laughs> that'll be number, I, yeah, I forget, seven or eight, but yeah, that that too, right? And it's, each of those weddings is very expensive, so it's it was a very uh, busy year, I'd say. But I imagine, knowing you, you would prefer that over sitting at home during COVID, right? Yeah, <laughs> for, for sure, yeah, although... Yeah, I found I, I yeah I burnt myself out pretty hard a few mm-hmm. times, which I um, need to not do, right? Because then I just find I get really low and like down and just bleh. so yeah, it's a fine balance between the two for sure. So 2023 will be a trying a, to find a, a balance medium. The two, yeah, a year yeah, of moderation. It's a year of balance. <laughs> Doing the trips you want to do, seeing the people you want to see, but not feeling like you have to go all the time. Yes, yeah, for that's sure. fair. What about you? My biggest struggles, uh, well, I mean, the, just the ongoing struggle of being a parent. Like, mm. your your kids change so much at this age, even, like, not even just year to year, month to month, week to week when they're little. And you hit all these different phases and stuff, and each of them are exciting, and each of them present their own challenges. So Can't imagine. Had yeah. lots of parenting challenges like that throughout the year, but still love being a dad. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I, I can't say too much about this, but I had a major decision to make in my personal life partway through the year and that weighed very heavily on me Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I ultimately made the right decision and I'm feeling really good about that so awesome uh, what was your greatest accomplishment of the year Shauna what are you most what are you most proud of looking back over this past year did you do anything noteworthy Mm. (laughs) not no (laughs) I, I was trying to think I know um not really. I didn't make any, you know, major life decisions this year. Um, yeah, I don't know. The only thing I could, like, our, the, the station's doing really well, which is awesome. That was yeah. kind of a big, big year for the station this year. We don't often talk about, uh, we don't talk about, like, ratings at all on no. the air or on the show. Or, you know, even some stations position themselves as, you know, the city's number one this or whatever. And, um, we don't really do much of that. No. And I don't like to do that. It's just like, it feels self-serving. I don't know. I just, yeah. A bit tacky? It is. Which and is why like, even bringing this up, we were talking off the air, and I was like, I don't even know if I want to talk about this. But yeah, the station did well, so. And like, you don't, if you're you listening, you don't care if we're first or last or whatever. If you enjoy us, you listen. And if you don't, you don't. Yep. But um, it is, everything is easier when the station and the shows is are doing well. Yeah. Uh, and our show was doing well up until now and then this past year has been doing really well. Yeah. So that's just I mean it feels that you feel a bit more secure. You do. In yeah. that sense and you know everybody upstairs is happy, the bosses are happy. It's you know when it's just like being on a sports team. When you're winning things are good, yep. when you're losing things are bad. So 
it's nice to be winning, I guess. is, And that's all that's, thanks to you and your support. So Hell yeah. Um, yeah, we have uh, amazing friends of the show, and you guys contribute so much to it. Like, So it is just as much you as it is us. So yeah. if not more so. I For mean, sure. it is, we need you. Yeah, it's more so you. It's actually all you. We just kind of show up and try and keep you here. So <laughs> That and then, of course, the, the purchase of our house would have been another big accomplishment and right. the renovations that we did on it. So there's like the big milestones in your life, which, of course, are your graduation and your marriage and if you have kids and totally. if you buy a house. And those are going to be the peaks throughout your year. And we had a big one of those this year. So it was a good year. It's good year. Good year. And of course, thank you to this podcast sponsor, Shane Holmes. You can move in sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. V and S in 20 minutes or less. They're preparing for the ball drop in New York right now. You've probably seen the footage of that. Um, I have to Times be- Square. Times Square. I've got to be honest with you. That seems like one of the most overrated events to attend ever. Oh, man. Like, like I have it, zero desire to ever go to that. It looks absolutely insane. <laughs> it is so packed. I heard that people wear diapers because there's no way to get to a bathroom. <laughs> like, who, That's a way to spend New Year's Eve wearing seriously? a diaper when you don't have to. I got my That's diaper on. I'm ready to party. <laughs> Woo! Like, that sounds... Oh, that sounds so bad. Just standing around for hours on end, freezing ass off, and then watching this ball drop that you probably can't even see because there's too many people around you. Like, that, the whole thing, I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, and can you even, like... Like, can you kind of party in the streets or like, is it the whole area licensed or you just kind of stand in there waiting for From what I gather? You're just standing there hoping to see Ryan Seacrest Seriously. and then watching for the bowl. Oh, man, that sounds bad. And peeing in a diaper. Like, <laughs> honestly, it caught me thinking, though, Try about to discreetly get your bratwurst into a bottle. Oh, my Gatorade Lordy bottle, so you can... No, you just whip it out and go on the floor, probably. Because wow. you're like, well, there's no bathroom. What else do I do here? Yeah, I think maybe Forrest Gump like made it seem really glamorous. Where Forrest and Lieutenant right. Dan are there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you think maybe if you and your legless friend go, you'll get some after. But no, oh I don't. God. No, that is just something that I don't want to be a part of. <laughs> I was thinking about other things that are super overrated, though, as well, like other events or, or even places. Like I've heard the Burj Khalifa is very overrated. I've heard Dubai as a, as a whole is overrated. Yeah. But I mean, it depends on who you ask. True. Uh, super expensive, though, from what I gather. And then you get up there, and you're like, oh, cool. Like even the CN Tower. I mean... It's expensive to go up that thing, and I'm always like, for what? For a view? Like, cool. I I went up when I was when I was young, and yeah. I really loved tall buildings, and I thought it was super cool. Then. Oh, okay, all so, right. But good. I was yeah, I was young. Maybe I wouldn't find it that way anymore. I think but. the prices have gone up dramatically as well, which okay. really kind of that puts a damper on things. If you have to like spend a hundred and something dollars to bring a family up there, it's like, yeah, mm. that would suck. Although the skywalk. I got the chance to do that skywalk over top of the CN Tower where you hang yep. yourself over that, and that was really cool. So That would be a rush. It's, it was insane. Uh, Parliament Hill in Ottawa, got to tell you, overrated. Really? Don't bother. Even if you're into, you know, Canadian history and government and... Yeah, I mean, they all look the same. Like all, the, You know what I mean? All the ledges and stuff, alike. they all look the same. What a cool, this big, big deal here. I remember on that same trip when we went up the CN Tower, we also went to Niagara Falls. Yeah. And the falls were very cool. Yes. Really like the falls. 
the town of Niagara Falls itself it's a was hole. greasy. Yes. Like, <laughs> it did not feel very glamorous. Or They're trying to do Vegas. It's like Vegas that got poor is what okay. the whole town looks Cause, like because that's what they try to do. And that's where Canada has our big New Year's Eve celebration. But yeah. I just remember thinking like everything is kind of rough and run down around here and like mm-hmm. really tacky. And I was young and I still knew that. Yep. Yeah. So, There's probably a few people walking around in diapers there too. <laughs> Do we have to wear a diaper to this one, too? Yeah, I'm going to wear a diaper. I'm going to wear a diaper just to be safe. Who needs V and S in 20 minutes or less? We're looking back at some of our favorite things of the past year on today's show. These are a few of my favorite things. Rainbows. Mm-hmm. Ew, even as a Disney or a non-Disney kid, you know that one. Is, is that a Disney song? I think so. Oh, I thought it was like there. from one of them old movies. Sound, Sound of music? music or something. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. Never mind. Moving on. What was your What's your favorite uh, new spot in Calgary, Shauna? This could be Ooh. a restaurant, a bar, a store, a park. What? Just your favorite spot? And it can be something that is brand new or something that's new to you. So, so this is tough because again, I have a terrible memory. So when we do these, I always am recalling calling the more recent things yeah. and experiences. And I'm sure there's some things that I did earlier in the year that I can't remember. But, um. Just recently, I went to Major Tom for the first time. I suspected you would pick Major Tom because yeah, you raved about that place. I did. And uh, it's funny because I think they opened technically later last year. So it's not this year. They didn't just open, but they're fairly new. New to you. Yeah. And um, I was skeptical. And that's why I think I was so impressed because in Toronto, for example, the CN Tower has a restaurant at the top of the tower and it's really overpriced and the food is kind of meh. And I was assuming the same would be the case for Major Tom. So I, I took my time going there because people kept saying, like, no, it's great. It's great. And I was like, yeah, first it's not the tower. Yeah, whatever. And then I went and the food was amazing. Uh, the view was way better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I thought because, well, the CN Tower is tall or if I was being a tower snob, but um, I went and everything about it was incredible. And I was just like the very reasonably priced for what it was. And it blew me away. So that well, was... Well, that's good. I think, isn't Major Tom like on the list of top 50 restaurants in Calgary or in Canada or something? Like, yeah. It's... Yeah. It just recently got nominated for that or voted. Yeah. For the, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I haven't been yet, but everyone who's been says it's great. Yeah, and it lived up to my expectations. So I'd say there, and then another place just on the street here, Prickett Richard just opened. What's it called? Uh, Prickett Richard. Prickett Richard. That's hard to say. It is, uh, which is why I screwed it up. But they are just underground here, and it's this little kind of... um, speakeasy cocktail bar. Cool. And the cocktails are amazing and they have all my favorite snacks on the menu. So that's another place that, and they just opened like a few months ago. So Nice. Yeah. I don't go out a ton. Fair. So mine are going to be new to me. Yes. Um, well, I mean, if I'm, if I'm being, where I spent the most this past year was the our community lake. Um, Which is Living awesome. in a lake community when you have kids is yeah. just the best thing in the whole world. We moved down there uh just in the summer and it's been so worth it just for the lake alone I don't we've probably spent 35 40 days there already this year so it's awesome in half a year which is great um, but it's not public so that's right kind of cheating um, so I'm gonna say again new to me but pin bar oh just yeah. down here on 4th Street and 17th yeah uh, some of the guys we work with here were saying you got to go to pin bar it's great so I went down there not that long ago and it was great it was it's so cool playing the old pinball machines and it is awesome there yeah it's not that expensive the nope. food was good the service was excellent so I was like yeah this place is great so that would be my again 
I don't remember when they opened exactly, Doesn't but matter. new to me. New to you. Yeah, it's great. So those are our picks. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I'm going to a Saski wedding this weekend. Uh, the wedding is actually tomorrow for New Year's Eve. And I was thinking that I need to make a, another bingo card. A Saski wedding a bingo Sasky card. A Saski wedding bingo card. So... I was I was trying to think because when you mentioned this I was like I'm pretty sure at some point we made a Sasky wedding bingo card and I went looking through our archives and yeah back in 2015 when we were on the afternoon show hilarious we did it was one of like it would have been one of the first things that we did kind of as a show because so. I knew that we've done a bingo card we've done different bingo cards before but I didn't know I even a wedding one sounded familiar but a Sasky wedding bingo, okay great here she is yeah okay, we got fantastic. the statue with a flag on it and everything oh now great. this wedding that you're going to tomorrow. It's a fancier one, isn't it? It's like the, you said, it's a wealthy couple. It's and a very wealthy couple. It's at a really nice venue. Yes. That being said, uh, I think there's a lot of people coming, so you're still going to get a good variety of people. Because I think this this was made with like small town Sasky mm, wedding in mind, which okay. is a different affair. Well, it isn't. It I. I still I'm I'm going to see a rider jersey at some point I guarantee you okay I you think, think I'm so gonna, yes I will see a dress that is in rider green because that's a slightly classier way of showing your support for the riders as well so that I plan to see that's okay. a, that I'm putting on the bingo card so that's that's under the B someone wearing a rider jersey okay great um yeah the the, the dress is a different one though again classing it up on top of that pierogies Oh, I feel okay. like pierogies will be part of either the actual meal or the late night snack. I'm trying to think if that's on here. I'm looking around. Uh, it's I a, don't see it. Okay, and that's just a classic Saskatchewan thing. Pierogies always pop up at some point during the wedding, so I expect that. What uh, else is on there? Um, a Terry so and lot, Jeans will happen. <laughs> terry and there jeans. will be a Terry and Jeans. Doesn't matter how fancy it is. So this uh, this must have been during the football season because it said someone secretly listening to the game mm, on yes uh, someone uh, updating the guests on the Ryder game yep uh, relatives Which, to get caught in a snowstorm and can't make it that's possible oh absolutely yeah someone chugging pilsner in the parking lot yeah that's gonna happen one hundred percent someone who says I seen or it's broke oh yeah the yeah. bride is the drunkest person at the wedding by a lot. Um, wedding party photos on a piece of farm machinery. Oh, yes. Yep. Five yes. hay bales spotted in reception venue, so I don't think you'll see that at this fancy not, place you're going to. No, maybe not this time of year. Uh, the reception is at the curling rink of the Legion. Again, very small town. Mm-hmm. Uh, the father of the bride wears a cowboy hat. Oh, that still could happen. Someone rode a sled to the reception. You probably that won't see that probably in happen. this in the city? Oh, yeah. You can't ride city, a sled though. to the city. No. 95% trucks in the parking lot. Yep. Yep. Wedding party photos in sunglasses. Bridesmaids are wearing rubber boots. Again, this is real farm. Yes. Uh, you spot a tractor, whether someone's driving it or it's part of the wedding. Someone talks of the crops or the ag report. And the boys show up from the next town to fight. Amazing. Uh, I'm going to let you know how many of these actually happen because even though it's a fancy wedding, it is a fancy Saskatchewan wedding and he is pretty sask. So okay. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm going to actually bring this in and we'll we'll see. I'll get back to you. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Yep. What was your favorite concert or event? Could be It could be a music concert. It could be some other event, but just your favorite. No, oh, I wasn't even considering events. Gathering of people. For, okay, so I'm going concerts. Um... Probably, okay, so two, grandson at one weekend only. Yeah, that almost feels like cheating, though. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, well, it's being on. Being it was phenomenal, here. yeah. Yeah, so I that mean, was one of them. Uh, the Lumineers at the Saddle Dome. Um, oh, okay. I, I didn't, I've never seen them live before, and they're pretty mellow, and I was kind of, I didn't know what to expect, and they blew me away. 
Um, so that was awesome. And they came, they had the stage like right in front of us too, which was just bonus points because we just got super lucky with that. So yeah, they really captivated me. Uh, and this one was super recent, but I checked out this band called Moon Tricks recently. And oh, yeah. I'd only heard a couple of their songs beforehand. And when I got listening to them, uh, they were awesome. So that was at Commonwealth just recently. It was at wasn't Commonwealth, it? yeah. Um, very cool. So yeah. I'd, I'd say those ones. I was going to pick Grand Senate. One weekend, only two, but like I said, it almost feels like cheating because it's the whole weekend is just so much, such a ridiculous amount of fun. Yeah. And I mean, that show was awesome. And those three were just, for some reason, the ones that stuck with me this year were the ones that, I I don't know, just defied my expectations or maybe mm-hmm. just, I didn't know what to expect and they were all really great. And Grandson was another one that I was like, I don't know what to even expect for this show. And then I was up there and just jumping up and down and yeah, dying and my, my legs hurt after. And so it was like, okay, yeah, I liked it. Those are the best shows where it kind of catches you off guard. Yeah. Hey? Because I mean, if you go see a band that you love and you've seen before and you know it's going to be awesome and it's awesome, then it's, but it's when you're pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. So my, my second answer on top of Grand Senate one weekend only was um, I went to see, it was the first show I, I went to since COVID had kind of gone, well, not gone away, but since we were allowed to have concerts again. So everyone was like super hyped. It was uh, the Zolas and Hotel Mira at Commonwealth. And I, I went to see the Zolas and the guys I went with all went to see Hotel Mira. And I'd never seen Hotel Mira before. Didn't really know what to expect. Yeah. And they were fantastic and oh, kind of like awesome. made an instant fan out of me. And then the Zolas were great too. And the whole night was just really special because everyone was so pumped to be back together. Oh, yeah. Um, well, but- it's funny because I saw Arkells in Toronto and that was my first show back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that nothing will beat that show, I don't think. But that was the year before, I think. Was that 2021? I think that was 2021. Was that our yeah. culture? Because, yeah, that's the first thing that came to mind. But time blurs together right now. so Sure does. Really, yeah. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. So shows that catch you off guard, sometimes an opening band or a band yeah. that you weren't even there to see, and you're like, holy crap. Yeah. Now I'm a fan. So You're my new favorite. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Uh, I have an etymology request for you, Shauna. Okay. This comes from friend of the show, Payton. Okay. I don't know if you're etymology music. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, but Payton wanted to know where the term... Well, actually, this is interesting because he sent me a video about the term raising the stakes and the purported etymology of that term. Mm-hmm. And in this video, it was related to medieval archers in battle. Is that what you found in your research, Shauna? So I think it was a TikTok because lots of people, I guess, have been looking this up since this TikTok came out. Okay. Um, and there was a whole like reenactment and everything in this video. Yeah. And it's funny because people don't think that's actually the true origin. So in this TikTok, it says that in Middle Evil times, uh, archers would fire and they would set wooden stakes in the ground. And then when they advanced... They'd leave themselves exposed, but they would be pulling up the stakes as they advanced. And moving forward. And moving forward. Yes. So that's where the term raising the stakes came from. Uh, Really, everybody is kind of discrediting that, but there's no other explanation. Some people think it could just be really simple in terms of just idea, like just raising stakes, and mm-hmm. that alone is more dangerous. So, like literally, physically raising a stake. Um, the word stake itself even has multiple definitions. This is one of the most cloudy etymologies I've ever seen. Really, because there's a lot of people who have theories, and nobody can really get to the bottom of it. Um, the word stake itself, like I was reading somebody saying, well, it's probably related to bear baiting. And the betting that took place at these events, because a bear would be tied to a large stake way back when, mm-hmm. and then you'd bet on 
if the bear would get out or whatever. And so people were like, is that where stakes came from? When you read into it further, it looks like it's more just about uh, in the Middle Ages, people gambling and they just place their bets on wooden posts, which were called stakes. So okay. eventually the bets themselves became known as stakes. And that's how we got that word. But yeah, for, uh, in terms of raising stakes... Nobody really has a, a true answer as to what it could mean. So you could say that the best and the only explanation we have is the Medieval Times one. Okay. I know. Every time I see one of those videos or any one of these like explanations for an etymology, I'm always like, it seems too, too clean, too folky. Yeah. Too, uh, so I always think, okay, I got to run that by Shauna to see what. Yeah. And this is one that I, there is truly nobody that has gotten to the bottom of it. A lot of people who are just like, nah, I don't know. Don't know, but a lot of people do think it's it's a lot simpler than the whole idea of the mid- medieval version of it. People think it's just like yeah, no. Over time, you just stakes are raised, literally, or with betting, and that's it. So in this video, it's funny that the guys went through the trouble of getting dressed up like medieval archers and stuff, and actually like going through the process of raising the stakes and moving forward when that we're not entirely sure that's where it came from. But they had fun. They had fun. They doing got to dress up and they got to go out there and shoot some bows. And guess what? They got a lot of people <laughs> curious about etymology, okay? Etymology with Shauna. You've been listening to the Beyond S in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x 929 and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.